The scripts and voices you're about to hear were all AI-generated thanks to ChatGPT and PlayHit Online. We're not a part of SAG or in the union, but we supported the writers during this strike. The strike has since been resolved, but this was written during the strike, and we wanted to show why real creativity takes effort. Not just pump an AI with examples and hope you get some talent. So here's a completely AI-generated adventures of Clinton McClunky. Thank you and enjoy. In a galaxy far, far away, where Star Wars ships in Banthus roam, two unlikely heroes navigate the cosmos. It's time for another thrilling episode of The Adventures of Clint and McClunky. McClunky, we've got a sp special order today. Um, the Hut Cartel wants us to deliver a shipment of rare spice to Tatooine. Spice, Clint. You know how risky that is. But I suppose the credits are worth it. Let's prep the Falcon for the trip. Hold on, McClunky. We're about to make the jump to hyperspace. We've arrived, Clint. But look at that. Imperial Star Destroyers patrolling the area. This isn't good. We can't risk being caught by the Imperials. Let's plot a course through the asteroid belt. It's risky, but it's our only option. Phew, that was close. But now we have another problem. We're low on fuel and Tatooine's still a few parsecs away. Uh, I know a guy in this rock. His name's Watts 2. Sit knows me a favor. Let's, um, let's see if he can help us refuel. Let's find the sea, my friend! What brings you to my humble shop? Watto, we're in a bind. We need some fuel to make it to Mos Eisley. Can you help us out? Mmm. Fuel ain't cheap, Clint. But for an old buddy like you, I'll give you a discount. Thanks to your old pal Watto, Clint, we're fueled up and ready to go. We still have to deliver that spice to the, the Hut Cartel. Um, right you are, McClunky. Uh, let's set a course for Jabba's Palace of... Oh, Clinton McClunky, my trusted delivery duo. Have you brought the spice? Of course, Jabba. The shipment is here. Safe and sound. Another successful delivery, Clint. But can we please avoid spice runs in the future? They make my fur stand on end. Agreed, McClunky. Uh, let's stick to shipping Star Wars memorabilia and Banthas from now on. It's a lot safer. And so another adventure concludes for Clint and McClunky. Tune in next time for more intergalactic mishaps and daring deliveries. Until then, may the Force be with you. <laughs>
drooling on himself, stuttering. Well, he's still stutter. He stutters now, but it'll be okay. Is it a stutter or is it more like a stammer? Uh, a I think it's more of a stammer. And then, you know, when I forget words, that's always great when you're doing a podcast. So <laughs> I apologized to everyone listening. No, there's no, that's, this is like a, a public service announcement and, you know, I guess awareness, even though I guess having a stroke, you don't need awareness for that. But hey, uh, so Robert, uh, through many hardships and surgeries and God knows what else, um, is absolutely still with us, uh, is still in recovery, uh, but he did suffer a stroke. Uh, that's why we haven't recorded in a while, because, you know, recovery takes time, but he's been doing great. And so you might hear some stammers, you might hear him sputter with some words, but, you know, we're going to leave it in because we want to raise awareness. Oh, and feel free to laugh. No, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, well, Jesus, they got a stuttered fool on there. Who he doesn't even know how to say the word. This is hilarious. Well, yeah, that's my life. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, well, it's, it is what it is, 2023. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so we're going to come back. We're going to go back to trying to do one episode a month again uh because i know people have been asking and demanding and saying you know where's the next episode <laughs> so yeah thank well, here it is yes thank you for being so patient everyone yes and for all of the uh, uh the the heartfelt warm wishes that were delivered to me i am just grateful and uh you know it uh it, it meant a lot and it certainly helped a lot that's that's for certain and uh uh i'm doing much better now and we're getting back on track the store is back open we're you know we're we're, we're doing stuff we yes doing stuff we're we're you know what's the what's the phrase? we're back yes oh my god the news ghostbusters movie um that trailer dropped yesterday or two days ago i can't remember when um actually i, I want to go see it oh so do i absolutely it's as cold as ice <laughs> You're willing, willing to, sac to sacrifice our love. All right, that's as, that's as long as we can go until we get... <laughs> until the... Yeah, until the, the, until the uh, what is it, the, the YouTube police pull our plug. Yeah, or it's like the carp copyright police for yes. Podbean yes. or wherever. I mean, because we are on Podbean, we are are on, uh, oh God, we're on Android, the, the Google Play, I think we're on, we're on the Apple Play. We're on, we're on and, a lot and, of platforms. Yeah, we're, we're 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 a lot of places. Exactly. Also, I did get a notice that our recon website. I need to make sure that that's still running. Uh, recon paint. Oops, Gaming. I can't spell. Recon paint gaming. Where is it? G A M I. No, but normally it pops up. It's not. So let's try to go to. Oh, okay, our website is still up. Um, all our media is still there. Uh, the only thing that's not there are Patreon and also the merch store we had to close because they were we awful. Just, they sucked. <laughs> yeah, Tea Springs or Spring Teas, whatever they were called. Yeah, which is now just spring. So let me let, let me not mince words. They sucked. Mm -hmm. And actually, someone just messaged me the other day and asked, do you have any T-shirts? And I was like, actually, no, <laughs> because... Yeah. 
<laughs> because, you know, because the stupid or spring sucked. Well, anyhow, I, I tried getting hats. I tried getting T-shirts. Things would appear like months later and I'd get multiples and you're like, that's great. No, because the hats were missing colors and everything was like at the top of the hat rather than in the front. Yeah. Instead of being in the front, it was up here. Yes. You know, so, and so like if you, if you just put your chin down to your chest, people would be able to see what you had on your hat. And I'm six, five. That's useless. Nobody could, <laughs> nobody right. could see it. And, and you run into poles. <laughs> you're doing oh. that. I mean, for you, or, for Robert, or, it looked good on you though. Cause <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In my case, I would just, you know, roll into the pole. But, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we've done so many things since we were gone. I mean, we've been pumping out videos again. Uh, Robert has been pumping yep. out tokens again because our store is back open. Um, and moving quickly. Yeah. We've been a lot of orders lately, a lot of tokens being sold. Yeah. And I don't mind. And it's not just one game, Pat. No, we have tokens for everything. I in the last week I've done uh, Memoir Forty Four. Oh, I I've love done, that game. Of course, I've done X Wing. Okay. Yes. Uh, I did uh, 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 a custom order for uh, uh, what is it? That Star Wars RPG. Game. No, small game that people generally don't play it too much. Uh, oh, Warhammer Forty K. Yeah, <laughs> small yeah. game. Yeah, we have Warhammer uh, tokens now. So uh, I have to get those up onto the board, and then, uh, yeah, we were doing, you know, Star Wars role-playing. Oh, yeah. And, we're trying and to develop I, Battletech tokens yeah, as well. And uh, we're going to be throwing that out there, so we, we got stuff going. Oh, we, man. We I definitely do. I already told Joseph I need to develop Shatterpoint tokens because him and I are getting so frustrated when we don't have the correct token. Uh, like, there should be a focus token, and I don't know why there isn't for the game. It bothers the heck out of me. <laughs> so you want to make one just for fun? No, like, I, I can use my X-Wing ones for now, but I want to make a, tokens for Shatterpoint because, A, I hate paper tokens. They're too small. Um and also, it needs more tokens than what the game provides or what the game Your gives you. tokens need more tokens. Exactly. We always need more tokens. I actually need more World of Tanks tokens and, you know, tokens, tokens. Yeah, um, we, we have a lot of tokens. So Yes. Uh, but, you know, what we're discussing today, though, Pat, for our oh. little segue here. Yes, that was a great segue. Because we have tokens. And one of the tokens that we have is for X-Wing. Yes. Now, you just recently finished up something in a store, did you not? Yes. Oh, my God. That segue was so delicious. I want seconds. So, um, <laughs> so over, I don't know, I think like three years um, on the, I'm going to say on the dark X-Wing web, uh, I have been in, invited. I really have. I've been invited to play some like amazing scenarios. Um, there's even another scenario that I've played in TTS that I want to develop into an actual uh game on the table and it would i'm not going to get into it because it, uh, it would be so much work but oh my god it's so such a cool idea but this was um something that i played online multiple times and forgive me because i've popped in with so many people over the years um but i know biff has developed a mission like this from the uh shuttle Tidarium. And yes. then also uh, Bazooka Joe, he did something like this. And I reached out to him and asked him for some of the cards. So he dug something up. 
Um, I don't remember if it was for 2.5. It was probably for 2.0 or something like that. Um, but I developed a 3x3 mission to where you take on a Star Destroyer. And it's... Yeah. And uh, what it's uh, what type of Star Destroyer is it? Uh, Victory class. So not as big, but still pretty bad. <laughs> well, you had to fit it on a 3x3 mat. And <laughs> no. well, so the mat is actually a star, a top view of the Star Destroyer. I got it from Matt by Mars. It's a vinyl mat. Beautiful uh, detail. But, but you took it a small step further, didn't you? Oh, absolutely. So... From the different, what did you do? Well, from the different scenarios I've played, um, I've taken bits and pieces of everything and then incorporated my own ideas. You basically are within the top portion of a Star Destroyer. You have shield the generators. Yep, you have the bridge, the, the shield generators. You have tar uh, targeting arrays. You have turrets. You have missile pods. You have ion cannons. And you and your HOTAC squad are trying to disable the shields, the bridge, and the targeting array, and trying to bring this thing down to where it's disabled and you can take it over. Right. And and before you did all of that, you 3D printed <laughs> all of the of the offending things that anybody would encounter. Did you 3D print a bridge, maybe? Yes. It took a while to find it. Uh, because every other piece of terrain that you find online is either very under-detailed, because you'll find, like, uh, ISDs that are printing as a whole, but it's meant to be printed out small, so when you blow it up, it you lose all of that quality. So it took a while to find a bridge that fit and then resize so it. So you made a bridge, and yep. then you made shield generators. I found shield generators, printed those, color, and... Uh, what we call it colored them the classic gray and you know dark gray i've i found turbo lasers i printed those out i i created ion cannons and printed those out i found missile pods and printed those out now they're not 100 percent classic with the star wars theme and they don't align with a classic isd on a, you know a blueprint but it's this is designed so that you can feel like you're taking on a victory class star destroyer which is a wonderful thing when you print it up in, I mean, I don't get me wrong. It's nice. I, we've both played Hotec where, you know, everything was flat. Yes. And you could play the game. It's not a problem. Mm -hmm. But this 3D aspect just adds so much more to the game because now you're shooting directly at something as opposed to a piece of cardstock that's laying flat yeah and you could fly around it and do all yeah that's just absolutely fantastic when you did that and and um the question i would have is when the guy showed up to play in this match looking upon matt with the 3d bridge and the shield generators and the ion cannons and the turbo lasers okay were they like her Oh, they were, it was like being, you know, six years old again and watching the Star Wars movies for the first time. Like, even when I set it up. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not like 70 years old. <laughs> I'm a youngin, even though I'm not, but I wasn't Get alive. Grass. There you go. I'm sorry. I'm not Mark Tippett old to where I've, I've actually was there when the Star Wars was erected. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he was in the movie. Uh, mm. 
He's probably a damn extra. Yes. Yeah, he, he played he played the guy yelling at people. Yeah, um, he was he was the guy holding the ice cream maker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so this is called. We need you to carry something for this shot. What is it? It's a it's a Hamilton Beach ice cream maker. Yes. Okay, I'll make it look good. <laughs> uh, I really want to print one of those out and incorporate it somehow to to make that like oh. a, an engine of some sort. <laughs> that would be fantastic. I'll work, I'll but see what we, I can do. Yeah. Here we go. Tangent time, right? Um, Let's get back into it. So they come, they saw the board, they were excited about it. And then I'm sure you did the mission brief. Yes. So this is Disabled the Intrepid. That is an actual, uh, you know, uh, what word am I looking for? Core uh, or uh, meta? No, what's the word I'm looking for? I have no idea. I'm not in your brain. And I know you're looking for the wrong guy to come up with words. The guy who had a stroke. No, yeah, it's it's part that. of the lore. Okay, so this is disable the intrepid, which is actually part canon. Canon. There you see. There you. I knew you'd help me out. This is actual canon. Uh, the intrepid was a ship in the Star Wars universe that was uh, ambushed and destroyed uh, during an actual battle. So I I definitely dug for that because I wanted it to be. They in deserved it. Yeah, I was 100%. I wanted it to be in the the actual uh, timeline that Hotak is. So the mission briefing I wrote up, it's due to our recent attacks on Imperial locations, we have gotten the attention of the Empire. Our intel revealed a Star Destroyer will be scouting an area near the Kron Drift, and we have to, the chance to take it out. We have to disable the Star Destroyer shields and destroy the bridge of the Intrepid. Try to avoid the defense systems and keep on the lo- or keep on the lookout for the Tie Squadrons. Once the Intrepid's disabled, we can begin interrogating any remaining crew <laughs> and download any intel. Good luck. Murder. Um, <laughs> torture. Waterboarding. The rebels were not um, above torture. We know this. Terrorists so, often so aren't. Right off the so right off the get go, uh, if I was sitting down to the table listening to this mission briefing I, I i would at some point when you're talking say tie squadrons yeah <laughs> how many so um i did a lot of play testing with it i'm actually still going to change the one that we have i'm going to add more tie fighters for uh four players and five players because i didn't feel like they did enough during the mission but the, the guys still had fun so turn three two tie fighters show up turn five turn seven and turn uh nine uh that's when tie interceptors show up and one of them is an ace uh i even oh, added a nice little yeah well i even added a nice little touch that replaced tie fighters with uh a v1 pilot card if one or more players is equipped with a force the, that AI has strike on any force user in the group with the highest initiative or closest force user. So I wanted, I wanted to really feel like you are taking on parts of the Empire, not just the Intrepid. So Tie Fighters are showing up, uh, in, Interceptors are showing up. Yes, they were here at this battle, um, and, <laughs> and then also Inquisitors are going to show up. Um, if any of your players are force users, if nobody's a force user, then none of them, uh, none of the inquisitors show up. But it's still you have to take on the turbo lasers, the ion cannons, missile pods, uh, as well as the entire uh, intrepid itself. Okay, so how many guys were playing? So it was three people, but we took five ships in total, so we okay. put it at five players. Okay, so at five players. And 
Was there one leader in the group who was like orchestrating the battle or was it just, hey guys, shoot something? Uh, so I was helping them out because it is a very, like, this is not something that's going to be played in, like, an hour or two. This is going to take your whole night, especially when you're going slow. And I'm trying to explain to them the rules because, of course, they've never played before. So I'm like, uh, no, no, you need to coordinate your attacks. You can't just shoot at things because the shields are up on this entire vessel. So you have to either be range one to shoot at the components which are the turrets or the shields can be down and then you can shoot at these things if not your damage just bounces off the shields and these this thing has like 20 shields on it or 16 so it's not just a ah, we'll blow things up it's everything has to be coordinated one of them was made these uh veteran wing leader which uh is like the squad leader basically and mm -hmm. that got a certain ability that when someone was attacking if that person's uh the veteran wing leader also had the same thing you were shooting in its arc you could modify a hit to a crit okay but yeah it was it was a definitely a team effort but one of us was the leader <laughs> okay yeah uh, and the the part that i really like the best about this whole scenario is you can literally walk in cold not having played the game all that much and get into it yeah and and that is a successful scenario, as as far as I'm concerned. I mean, opinions are always going to vary, but when 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 you as a player go to your buddy, hey, come on down to the store with me tonight. We're playing this big thing, and you can play it too. Well, I don't know how to play the game. Don't worry about it. You'll learn it as you go. And that's one of the nice things about having a a, a good game master who's been in there and can lead and 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 give direction and help out and and make a positive play experience as opposed to a negative play experience yeah and, and we've all had those so we're not going to get into that at all uh how many hours were you guys at this uh, i think it was like two and a half to three hours we were finally able to bring this thing down anybody get bored no oh my god no um okay. every turn is literally stepping on, on eggshells making sure that this person isn't getting in the way if somebody bumps that could mean disaster for that one person um, which right. did uh basically happen to me joseph uh did a move and i wasn't able to do half the things i could so that meant like multiple other things happened and uh again it could be the turn to where your ship all of a sudden just loses half health, or it could be the turn to where, like, TIE Fighters just appear behind you and then just blow you off the table. Right. Not nice, but it happens. Oh, and absolutely. I mean, um, the one good thing about when doing a scenario such as this, and since it is a cooperative-based game, you know, you get to talk about the moves hey i'm thinking about doing this and i need somebody on my wing to help me out and and it it goes from just playing a, a standard game to that cooperative based game which means is now you're having to explain out your tactics you're having to come up with the strategy to to let's face it this is a beast <laughs> <laughs> you know trying to kill this and get the victory it's not a guarantee 
No. At all. Oh, no, definitely not. Uh, Let's talk about the AI. Yes. Uh, So it is the standard AI that comes with Hotec. Uh, It's just little print cards. I know there's online versions. There's a web page. There's an app. Um, But this is classic rolling a die, checking on a chart and directional and distance or speed, and then just associating whatever number you rolled with that maneuver. Uh, And I will say that the the AI didn't do phenomenal. (laughs) It made a lot of bonehead maneuvers. Um, But there also were some very close calls and a lot of coordinating from the group to make sure that the TIE fighters weren't as effective as they could have been. Right. So as far as AIs go that you can have, um, my experience with it, and I'm sure Patrick's experience with it, is the Hotak AI is still far better than anybody else's AI. Yeah. Because I have seen that AI just by rolling a die, just a regular, you know, six-sided die, right? And you roll that, and it's like, oh, it's a three. And just because it's a three, and last time a three made them do this, Everything changes because of placement. So they roll a three and you're thinking, oh, this is going to, no, now they have to do something totally different. And now you're going, wait, what? Huh? And all of a sudden the AI just evaporated you. That is my uh, favorite thing. Like I'm, I'm trying not to laugh, but I'm like laughing off to the side. Like everyone does the same thing when they first start Hotec. They're just like, well, it's going to do a 4K. And we're like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then it does the two bank and screws up everybody. Yeah, yeah, but but it when you rolled a three last time, it did a four k. Yeah, but now you're you're three inches closer to it. That might. Yep. Yeah. Now and, you're you're in its side arc rather than the bullseye, or it's stress this yep. turn. And things change. And things change. <laughs> oh man, that's my things favorite part. A lot. Is when they try to predict yeah. the AI and it just goes miserably. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't. It just doesn't work. Um, I'm sure you could figure it out, but you would have to keep every possible scenario in your head. And that's, and, you know, maybe Rain Man. I mean, okay. if you want to yeah, cheat, definitely, definitely. yeah, you could have, someone can lean over the table and look at the chart and be like, all right, it's either going to do a two bank or a 4K. And you're just like, oh, dude, come on. <laughs> but that's not, you know what? That's not good, though, for the game. Though. No. You want to beat the game. You can beat the game. Um, even when you have horrible dice and, and you think that the AI is just out to kill you, you guys can change the game by how you're flying it yep. and making different choices. And now you have to make the AI react to you differently and you may be able to split forces and now they don't have the synergy of working together. It is entirely possible. You know, the one thing you don't have to worry about with this particular uh, scenario, no rocks. Yes, I did not add any asteroids, although one of the scenarios I saw did. And they actually move every turn, which, again, that is a that is such a cool thing that I could add to it or you could brew it at home. Um, yeah. And especially, and you could even change up the narrative to where, you know, it's heading into an asteroid cloud and that's where the battle is. So you can ambush it and... Every time a rock right. collides with a component, it destroys the component. Like, oh, it, like <laughs> there is no yeah. no so, end to what you could do with this thing. So, so what we're saying to people a lot of times when we talk about the scenarios, 
and the HOTAC and, and, and everything. Keep in mind that you are given game pieces, you are given rocks, you are given obstacles, you are given all this information and, and, a, and a rule book. There's nothing that says you can't come up with your own scenario, your own homebrew of the game. And here's the other one that's going to rock your world. Just because it has rules that say you have to do this doesn't mean you have to. If you're playing in a sanctioned tournament, you got to follow the rules. If you've got a, a six-pack and a bag of pretzels on your table, you don't have to follow all of the rules. Now I want to change right? the name of our podcast to Six Pack and a Bag of Pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will That's say... actually a pretty good name. I know. The, that is one of the funniest things that we always run into uh, when people ask questions about HOTAC is, what is this supposed to do? And I, Sean, God bless him, always says, yeah. well, do whatever you want. But people don't want that as an answer. They want to know how it's supposed to work so that they can run it correctly because right. they, I, it's just one of those things. I, I I can't explain it, but it's, yeah, if people ask questions about this and be like, how is this supposed to work when this happens? I have to explain it. I can't just say, well, do it however you want because then they'll just be like, well, that's stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do we know that's right? Well, it is right because you came up with it. And, yeah. And that's the, that's the thrill and that's the, the I, I would I would definitely say um, the elegance of homebrew is it could be anything you want it to be because you're just using the parts that came in the box to accomplish a game that's similar but yet has a different feel altogether. Yeah. And I think that's that's freaking awesome. Well, okay, so I was going to say, that's a good segue for you to ask. So what personal touches did you make to this? <laughs> Not to well, put questions in your I mouth. Was... <laughs> yeah, but I was going there. What did you do as the game master to torture and or assist the players? So because every game master definitely wants his people to have fun, but he also wants to just kind of irritate them too at the same time. Oh, yeah, and with uh, Joseph, I, I love irritating him because he's the man of a thousand ah. questions. I, I love that he asks questions because questions are always good because some people don't like asking questions. They get too afraid mm -hmm. to. Um, but, you know, things that I made crystal clear to help them when they would go to, you know, let's say shoot a proton torpedo at range three, I say, don't bother. And they go, why? I said, mm -hmm. because it's just going to bounce off the shields. Because the shields are up, you're shooting at range two to three, it's it's going to hit the shields. You can't shoot at a component which is a turret or missile pod or shield generator or even the bridge while the shields are up. You can only attack them at range one because that means you're under the shields. And so they're like, oh, okay. So they were defeated, but at least they didn't waste a proton torpedo. <laughs> right, <laughs> so, right. I'm going to fire everything. Okay, ping, ping, ping. Oh, you got, how many hits did you get? I got four hits. Okay. Uh, nullified, 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 nullified. Okay, yeah. great. Get rid of your card. <laughs> exactly. Uh, another yeah. thing that I did is, um, but this was kind of to balance the mission, but also make it to where I could scale it better. Um, there, I, when I was running the missions without, uh, Darklighter's ability, which is the veteran wing leader ability I explained earlier, 
it was hard because the only way to damage anything on this thing is by crit damage only so if you roll four hits and you're shooting at something regardless of range it's unless you're hitting the shields it's no damage to the anything so then right. i i was like all right let me take big stark lighters ability or not it's not bigs um gavin dark lighters ability and throw it on one yeah. of my guys and see what it's it shakes up i i had twice removed exact i annihilated the the star destroyer i blew it up in like four turns it was it was silly and i was like shoot now i have to <laughs> make it to where this ability is stapled to someone so that way now i can scale it up to make it and uh so that it's not easy but not ridiculously hard either so i did do right. that for them um to make it easier and also point out like you need to do crits this so dead eye put those on your thing so i helped them out that way as well um things to where i didn't help them out uh basically these turrets will target the closest ship and also the uh missile pods basically with uh the satellite array card they get a free target lock by the ship spending energy and then the missile pods can lock onto any ship that's closest to them. They can't attack at range one, so they won't lock onto anything. But once they have a ship locked, they will continue locking that ship. They will continue shooting at that ship. And I was relentless with that. Until you're dead. Because I think, I can't remember what it locked onto. It was, either, I think, the B-Wing. And so, of course, that's a one defense die ship. Right. <laughs> they were like, wouldn't it lock onto here? I go, no, it'll stay with the B Wing because that's what it has locked. Uh, and it's going to keep pummeling your B Wing because it can. They're tenacious. <laughs> so they're like, holy crap. Everyone just turned hard right and started shooting at the missile pod <laughs> that was stealing the B Wing and then went after the satellite array. That way it couldn't uh, continue to spend target locks. But yeah, uh, there were times to where I was very helpful saying, don't do this. Uh, make sure that you do this because th that's not going to do anything. But then there were other turns to where I was like, they're like, wouldn't it shoot here? I go, no, it's going to shoot here. <laughs> By the way, yeah. it's going to shoot. All the turbo lasers have an ability to spend a charge. They all get to shoot again. They're like, what the hell? <laughs> Is he right? Yeah. Oh, man. It was it was so much fun. Um but yep. you have to have that kind of fun too. You ca you can't make the game where it's just, oh yeah, we went in there, we shot it, we're done. Well, yeah, you, you got to have some flavor. You got to add some angst. You got to add a challenge. Exactly, which is why this thing has tons of upgrades that do tons of different things, and there are basically stages of taking this thing down. I really wanted to make it feel like you're taking on a star, a victory class star destroyer. So when you destroy shield generators it starts diverting power to the shields because it, it needs a defense so all the power you was using for offense is now pumping into defense when you take all the shields uh down you can then start disabling you know certain things um i know there's a rule i want to add as well to where if you ionize one of the components it gets disabled for that turn rather than you know being able to continue shooting uh, so right. you can try ions and stuff like that. And I, I wanted TIE Fighters screaming in, uh, which they do when, when they come on certain parts of the board. Basically, they're just like, if they come on the other side of the board, they're going to five straight at you because they're just coming in to pummel you. Like, I, it, it was really intense and I designed it that way. And it was, and the, the players felt it 100%. Okay. So what were the mission objectives completely? So, yeah. The 
first one is you got to destroy the targeting systems, which there's only one. Uh, it's in okay. right next to the bridge. The second one is you got to take down the shield generators, obviously, because it's just going to keep coming back. And then you also have to reduce the hull to zero, and it has 25 hull. <laughs> it's 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 a star destroyer. It's huge. It's 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 big, Jimmy. It's yeah. big. Uh, okay. So so that's the primary objectives. Were there any other objectives like bonus points or anything like that? Yeah. So if you take out the missile pods, uh, each player gets one experience. If you take out all the ion turrets, each player gets one experience. And if you manage to destroy the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven turbo lasers, everybody gets two experience. <laughs> <laughs> which okay, we did so, so we joseph, did not destroy all the turbo lasers yeah but i know joseph and he was trying to oh he was and then it was at one point to where there was two left on the very front part of the map and he was okay. like i was like do you want to go he's like no we're out of their range i don't give a crap anymore <laughs> yeah we're done here exactly they can't right. shoot at us so let's leave them alone i was like come on let's go get more experience <laughs> Okay, I, 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 I think honestly that you know, with what the objectives were and um, what the whole scheme of it was, that just makes for a fantastic experience where everybody's coming together and having a good time. Uh, was anybody who was playing just like, oh man, this just sucks. This is BS. Uh, this is so hard. Or were they just like, okay, we can't do that. Let's try this instead. I mean, were yeah. they pretty upbeat for the whole game? Oh, 100%. Even when some of them were like near death, they were just like, <laughs> they, no, it was, I got one health left. It's okay. I'll bank in here. I'll take your shots next turn. You barrel roll out. So like, I'm going to drop a bomb here. You're going to have to do a one straight and a barrel roll to get out of that. Uh, but you're, I'm like, you're going to get shot by the ion turret over here. And they're like, don't worry, I've got this. And he didn't. But at least we were. <laughs> was that Joseph? No, it, that was uh, Zach, which is great because he's actually a newer player. And he had also right. never played Hotak. So this was his first run. Um, he thought, like, it was amazing. And my favorite part were people coming over to the table and just, like, <gasps> like jaw wide open, yeah. eyes wide. Just, they're like, oh, my God, if I wasn't playing this tonight, I'd totally jump in. I'm like, oh, don't worry. We'll run this event another time. No worries. <laughs> you know, and, and the funny thing is, and, and this is just, you know, how my brain works sometimes, Patrick. Imagine you got... Four guys on the one side, four or five guys who are going to be the rebels. And instead of using AI, you've got four or five guys being Imperial. Yeah, everyone gets a TIE fighter. That would be ridiculous fun. I mean, and you're still trying to get your objectives. You know? Yeah. That's, that's what we mean by homebrew. There's... Yes, there's rules to the game and how your ships are kind of supposed to have to move. You got to follow those. But you can have as many house rules as you want. And I, and I guarantee you, the more beer you drink, the better the house rules get. <laughs> I, I, sh yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, I think I'm allowed to double boost now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, you can do that kind of stuff if you if you really you really want to you can do that 
Now I'm looking at this other chart here. Yep. So Alpha Squad came on at turn three. Yep. And where would that show up at? So everything what, what edge? everything's a random D6, and uh, it's basically there's a one and two at the bottom of the mat, three and four at the top, five and six are on the sides. Okay. So so you, you could be tooling along, and all of a sudden, bang, hey, somebody's knocking at your back door. Yeah, absolutely. Which, uh, I mean, we had some appear towards the bottom of the map where away from the bridge nowhere near anything but they still were able to scream in at five straight and be able to immediately start shooting at me uh we had some appear up at uh zone four which is like right behind the bridge which is right behind our b-wing so we were like shoot um <laughs> and immediately we had to figure out something else uh and then uh, another squad came in i think on turn seven uh i think it was in zone five so it was like off to the side so every time that you think you're ahead, these TIE fighters just pop in. And it's just another thing that you have to deal with because they do chip. Even just two TIE fighters, they're chipping away at you. It's because, yeah. I mean, you could take five E-wings and go that route, even though I don't think it would be very good and balanced. Uh, you might have an easier time. But, I mean, I was in a Y-wing. Someone was in a B-wing loaded to the gills. We had uh, a Hawk and then I think two E-wings, and at every other turn, it was, shoot, all right, I got to get in the way because you are you have two health left. If you if you don't get out of the way, you're going to die just from two stupid TIE fighters. Um, yeah. And I, we didn't get a chance to have the interceptors. They were on the table, but they didn't uh, have a chance to do anything because by then we'd already done it by turn seven. Okay. And how many turns did you go for the whole game? Uh, it was seven turns in total to where we, I mean, it, of course it was luck, but it was real good coordination to where we were able to run up the one side of the map, destroy some turrets and um, uh, what do we call it? Missile pods. We took out the shield generators real quick. And I will say it was because of ridiculously good rolls to where one person basically just took out a shield generator in one shot. And that was ridiculously <laughs> that like you have to roll four crits in order to do that it rolled two modified one and then because of big star or uh gavin darkler's ability it did another one and then because of another ability it was able to re-roll and add another die so it was rolling six dice because of abilities yeah. stacked on top of abilities like janors and um what the heck's his name blount because every <laughs> well, it's when there's a Lieutenant Blount. when there's a friendly range one of the thing, it gets an extra attack die, and the intrepid is one big thing. So yeah, this guy's running around with six attack dice. So he basically rolled four crits and just blew up a shield generator in one shot. Nice. Yeah. Very um, nice. So again, okay, it, so you didn't even get to the to the the ninth turn where the really cool stuff comes out. No, like we it ended on turn seven, and it but. I will say it wasn't like we coasted in. Um, the B-Wing had died. I think the Hawk was at one health and was just running away. Uh, the Y-Wing, my Y-Wing, I think had two health left and then I died. And <laughs> there was the two E-Wings and I think shields were down on one of them and the thing had like nine health. So like we we were by no means just like, ah, oh, this is a cakewalk. If it kept going... <laughs> We wouldn't have right. made, it wouldn't have gone much farther. It, it would have not made it. All right. So when everything was said and done, 
And your players were pleased with themselves because they just managed to take down a, you know, a star destroyer for God's sakes. Uh, did you have any kind of prize support for these guys? Oh yes, I poured my heart and soul into that. Um, okay, well, let's hear about the goodies. I am, I'm, you know, I because this was an a, attached to an entire Hotak campaign, a nine-week campaign. So we'd already completed the campaign. They had their two victory points, and this was meant to be like the final mission. Like this is it. Um, so. I have a bunch of extra ships that I've broken over the years, so I designed them to be basically uh, play. You can use them on the table; they are legal. Uh, but like, I gave away a Tie Fighter that's mid explosion, and I gave that to Zach because he did the most damage to Tie Fighters. Um, I gave Joseph a custom Y wing coffin, so it's a coffin with Y wing wings on it. Uh, painted exactly like a rebel Y-Wing because he died. Not a casket. <laughs> it was a coffin. Oh, I'm sorry, now, coffin. Okay, well, there is a difference. There is, yes. A casket is a rectangle, okay? And a coffin has the slanted sides, the two long slats and the two short slats. So it just covers you nice and neat. And that coffin Y-Wing was... The coolest thing ever. Yeah, it's up on our Instagram and our Facebook, I believe. Um, so I, I custom made that and gave it to Joseph because he blew up the most times during the campaign because uh, he was in a flying coffin. Um, yeah. I gave Zach a TIE Interceptor that had damage all over it, smoke coming out of it, and I even glued a, uh Armada X-Wing on the, the stream of smoke to make it look like it's chasing the Interceptor. Because uh, he oh, took cool. he took down the most the most aces uh, during the entire campaign, and uh, oh, there was one more thing I gave away. I can't remember what that was, but then I also uh, told them look at the table, pick up any piece of terrain you want, and take it home. So they, uh, I think Joseph took a turbo laser, and Zach took tur two turbo lasers. Because you know they're cool to have. They they're so simple, but they look so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's, I mean, and that's the fun part. So, you know, really, and, and, and pay attention to this. If you're thinking about hosting a, a HOTAC event that, you know, you want to run a HOTAC event, it's, it, it, it is not just, oh, hey, we're going to show up and do this. There's planning involved with it. Um, and especially if you're going to do, you know, eight, nine, ten weeks of, of the grind, which, when you really think about it, it's one day a week. You know, it's not that bad. But simple price support goes a long, long, long way. Also, and it, I mean, it is a dedication because it, those missions are not short. You're you're asking one day a week for like two to three, possibly four hours. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the scenarios are not. You know, oh, uh, you play it in an hour and 15 minutes. No, this is not Star Wars. This is Hotak. <laughs> <laughs> and so it takes a little bit longer, but you get a much deeper, a way deeper experience in Hotak where in X-Wing, it's you against the other guy. In Hotek, it's your squad, your squad mates. These are the guys that you see in the, the, the fictional ready room before you go out to battle with the enemy. And 
that changes the game when you take it into the cooperative realm. You're still trying to do things yourself. You have your mission you need to accomplish. But the other guys are doing the same thing and the whole makes the 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 whole team is trying to accomplish the the bigger goal by taking care of the smaller goals and i think that is what makes this a stellar game yeah what do you think well that's what i found most uh adorable when we started the campaign and zach was setting his dial and joseph turned to him and said hey what maneuver are you doing and zach kind of like took was taken aback and he like shielded his dial he goes Oh, wait, no, we're working together. Uh, wow. <laughs> because he'd only known normal X-Wing at that right. point to where you don't want your opponent to know your dials. He goes, this feels weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just pretend you're using the radio to contact your wingmate. So you let's know. see when we hop back into 20 point. He goes, I'm doing a two bank. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I know what's going up, okay? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like that's, as I've played through these campaigns, I think, think jesus i can't even fathom how many times it probably dozens so right that'd be in the 20 to 30 times i've played through campaigns with myself or with other people and every time feels different it's never it never feels the same to me yeah and it's never going to feel same because the game is always going to be different as long as there's ai and 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 you know it's it's uh every one of these games is has the essence of the butterfly effect into it. You know, you may start off the same, but when you turn left, instead of going straight, you've just changed what the AI has to do. Yeah. It's never, ever going to be the same game twice because the role of a dice changes everything. And that's what makes it all of a sudden when, when you think, Oh, we've got this in the bag and all of a sudden, no, Nope, nope, bag's been closed. Nope, nope, no, no, no. Now we just crushed the bag. Um, you're going to have to get a new bag and try again. And that's great. Yeah, I always try to warn them. I'm always, They're like, oh, this is easy. I'm like, no, guys, no, please don't. <laughs> it's not you over. Think that, you may think that, but no. No, because oh, um, my first, this is actually my first experience uh, with, 3d terrain i have played other t with with shuttle tidarium and there was like some 3d stuff but i think this is the most okay. i've ever done with the 3d terrain. Thing shuttle tidarium did oh the death star was trench. The trench rod yes and it was a, a trench a nice <laughs> trench <laughs> it was a great trench that game uh, went on for for six hours though yes uh, <laughs> well that, that did occur to me i do have plexiglass i almost wanted to build a thing that went over the star destroyer so that way that the, they could fly on top of it that was also another choice that also might be a choice later in the future um yeah because but i will say while we played the whole thing the terrain really did not get in the way even the bridge when someone did like was the y-wing or the b-wing was flying around the bridge i didn't have to move the bridge uh because i would just move the the y-wing and it would like fit under it and it would just sit kind of like at an angle because i like I wasn't a stickler for where things landed perfectly. I mean, it's right. The AI didn't complain, so I don't. <laughs> no, I, I don't I, have to worry I, about I that. Didn't, I, I didn't. I, I didn't receive any uh, letters of objection or anything like that. So you were okay. Yeah. Um. You know, 
But all in all, uh, I'll ask you this. I'm going to ask you this two ways, Pat. Oh, geez. First way, scale of one to ten on the GM side. Oh. How much fun did you have? See, now that's a different question because the GM, you're thinking, is working a lot. But how much fun on a scale of one to ten? Uh, my scale goes to 11. <laughs> okay. Same question, slightly different. How much work as the GM was this mission? Uh, this one on a scale of one to 10 was like an eight. Okay. It, you're talking about printing 3d terrain, which you don't have to do. You could just use the little turrets that come with, uh, you know, printing out the little turrets, the buying the mat and then, you know, designing how you're going to do it because eventually uh, at first i wanted to make it really to scale to where i was using uh armada ships with one third the size bases but the ships did not go anywhere fast enough it didn't work um there was play testing it adding because at one point there was two satellite arrays and two missile pods and fewer laser turrets um but i found that to be kind of moot there was like no reason to really so i combined the satellite arrays into one and added more hull added more laser turrets to make it more difficult for the players um there was play testing different upgrades with different ships and different types of you know rules uh there was moments to where i was going to make the gm spend uh charges in order for the tie fighters to come on but there was nothing there that made it any better or different than the hotax design of having them come on during certain turns um yeah no there was there was a lot of play testing over the entire nine week period to where we because i started when hotax started and i was working on this and i was like just crossing the finish line of finalizing everything and then i brought it to the store to play <laughs> okay and um the question that you always ask at the end of a campaign is, did you guys enjoy it? Do you want to do it again? What were their answers? Uh, 100% yes. They loved it. They would love to do it again. Um, and even the players that weren't able to participate were like, I totally want to do that. And I was like, don't worry, I'll run it again um, in the probably at the end of our next league, which is going to start in a few weeks. Okay. Okay. So all in all, you had a good time. Your players had a good time. You guys spent nine weeks together in a store playing games. Oh, the the inhumanity of it all. Oh, <laughs> it must have been such a chore. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> so much fun. Terrible. Um, anything you want to do different? Oh, man. Always. Always want okay. to do something. I, I do want to add more TIE Fighters. Um because I didn't feel like they brought like they brought a lot to the table, but I don't I think they could have been more. Um, because of course, like why wouldn't you want to have a massive squads of Tie Fighters just pouring all over a freaking uh, ISD? Um, I'm I'm gonna add the Ion is uh, rule to the ISD to where if you drop a bomb or if you use an Ion turret and you uh, you can ionize one of the components so that way it's disabled for that turn it can't shoot. Um, or can't do anything that turn. Uh, I, I mean, I want to add more, possibly, uh, rules to taking it down. I did add on the last minute uh, a card called "I'm Hit," to where when your ship is reduced to zero hull, not minus, not more hull, or 
just one. You have to be at literally zero hull remaining. And Isn't you, that death? Yes. So okay. you, you aren't destroyed. You stay on the table and you set your dial. However, you are activated at initiative zero. You can only do a three, four, or five straight, uh, even if you're stressed. And whatever you overlap or whatever your template touches receives that many damage of the speed of the maneuver that you did, uh, which we tried to tell <laughs> Zach. I'm like, we're like, dude, just do a four straight. You could kill this thing. And he goes, nah, I'm fine. I'll survive. I'll do the one straight. And then, of course, he gets shot down and he's then not pointing in the right direction. Um, I, I blew up. Unfortunately, I took uh, one more hull damage than I needed to, so I could. So it's very hard to pull off. Um, but yeah, uh, there are moments to where if you do die, that doesn't mean you're dead, and you can just completely ram into the bridge and do that many crit damage. That would be cool. <laughs> and you have to scream out, "I'm hit." Um, yeah, I could always make a... that one seat. Ah! Yeah, and that's the picture too. <laughs> I'm hit. <laughs> uh i i always can make the map bigger too uh, like there's so much more you can easily do to this oh could you imagine that on a on a six by three which map by mars they sell it uh you can i believe go even bigger uh for it and it does different uh sections of the actual map so you can go there i think it's on the last page uh and it's under star wars compatible mats Mm-hmm. so yeah it's the star destroyer matt you can go as big as 48 by 72 that's a big mat yes <laughs> uh you can even request for hex grids or uh i don't know what why shatter point and yeah it is basically the top section of the bridge and you can uh look at pictures online of the different like ways that he sections it off but yeah uh right. highly recommend because they are ridiculously detailed oh all right well guess what pat yeah that's, that's a wrap. all i got that's a wrap that's all i got that's a wrap well it's not a real rap because i don't rap oh i do I my name is batley my <laughs> and moving on exactly <laughs> i i will say i'm i want to definitely play this mission with you and a group uh at some point because i think it'd be great you could definitely bring a k-wing uh i'll allow it because it good bring because a that's k- all I would ever bring thought. a k-wing does not mean you do well either <laughs> it might mean you do worse well, you know the question is am i allowed to bring a 1.0 k-wing no that's that doesn't make any that's the rules aren't compatible see, uh see the rules i think having you know a twin laser turret and a bunch of you know bombs that i can drop when i need to drop them not when they tell me to drop them exactly (laughs) so i I even want to say i think this is 2.0 compatible too because i can't think of any rules that to where this wouldn't work in in second edition and uh but i did do it in 2.5 so there might be a, a, a difficulty uh issue to where it might be easier or harder i don't know um right and i'm gonna post it online i did record our entire game so i'm gonna edit that this weekend and upload it to youtube for everyone to watch uh to see how we did it and what it was like to play but yeah so catch that video when it comes up yep. and those of you who are getting notifications you'll know when it shows up because you'll know when it shows up <laughs> uh yeah you know, sound hey, logic let let me 
state the obvious. Yes. Anyhow. Captain obvious. Uh, so I got nothing else. Pat, you got anything else? Uh, go check out Recon Tokens for all your token needs. Uh, go yeah, ahead and we're back. smash that like button and click subscribe uh, so that you know when we do podcast episodes in the future. It's stuff. Yeah. It's stuff. And uh, stuff and stuff. Go check out ReconPaintGaming.com. That's where everything is for all of our links and, uh, you know, all of our other media situations. Uh, if yeah. you want a copy of this, I'm going to finish it up and post it to Facebook. And also it's in our Discord already, uh, as well as any notes that I was doing and making, yeah. you know, the adjustments. You tell them how much it costs. Uh, $0.0 because you yeah. can't it's just... Free take it and print it the only thing yeah. you, you have to go get is a mat uh or and you know some turrets which you can also print out from the hotel game or print them out if you know someone with the 3d printer i'll try to find well i know i have all the stls i'll try to upload all the stls to a folder in our google drive as well or or just buy that that really big set of legos that's of the, the <laughs> isd oh my god yes totally and, do and that just Put that on the table and play on top of that. Yeah. That would be cool, too. <laughs> that's brilliant. Uh, so I found, like, that's the other thing. I was looking for tons of stuff for this, and I somebody has, like, a or made a 3D puzzle of this thing. Oh, my God. So who's got a lot more time than you? Well, I, well it's I, I saw someone. They made it, and I think they were able to put glass over it, or the ships just flew on top of it. But it looked amazing, and it was uh, one of, of those course. 3D puzzles. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah go so, get that thing. So, sky's the limit, guys. Yeah. <laughs> as long as your wallet can take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go big or go home. Yep. So, anyhow, I think that's it for us, Pat. Yes. Uh, stay tuned for more episodes. We're going to jump back into uh, finishing out the HOTAC missions. Um, and then also, I'm still updating the... Uh, first edition missions to second edition. I just completed another one the other day. Uh, I think it was like mission six, which is uh, the shuttle tight, the shuttle mission. Uh, no, mission six, the undeniable assets, which okay. uh, includes the Imperials, but I'm making it to where you can take uh, any faction and mix and match it. Uh, and I've, you know, gone over all the rules and i'm updating all the points i just haven't had a chance to play test this which i'm probably going to be doing with joseph and we're going to bring him on to the podcast uh so when we do do these things uh we can discuss them and go over those as well we have lots of content to get through yes yes we do so and it's it's we're going to have a lot of content coming up with x-wing and we're going to also have it with world of tanks oh, and man, we're yeah. also going to have it with uh, pretty much a whole bunch of other stuff, and that's going to be a surprise. Absolutely. And also, I want to so, say, welcome back, Robert. Well, thanks. Good to be back. I know, we missed you. I missed being here. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't miss drooling on myself. No, definitely so that, not. You know. So, anyhow, I guess I'm going to say it, Pat. Yeah. See ya! Later. <laughs>